Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is Make It Pine. M.I.P. With Massimella Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Pine. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, back with us. It's been a little while and we've missed him. We're happy to have with us on the show once again the wonderful Sam Smith, the publisher, editor-in-chief of ProRev.com. The news, while well, there's still time to do something about it. Everybody, it's Sam Smith. Who I found is Sam Smith. Hello. Sam Smith, Sam Smith's album's called In the Lonely Hour. Number one in iTunes. He's on everybody's one-to-watch list for 2014. Give it up for Sam Smith. Sam Smith's coming up right after this. It was a Monday night when you told me it was over. Sam, how are you, buddy? And happy belated birthday. Uh, how are you? How was your birthday? Birthday was fine. I had my computer repaired and we got our, our washer and dryer fixed. You you got your computer repaired. Now it seems I need mine repaired. <laughs> <laughs> it was working okay this morning and then something happened. I don't know what happened. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Um, so you got your computer fixed. You so you got some home imp- appliance maintenance on your birthday, folks. I asked Sam what he was going to do for his birthday, and he said, "When you get to be his age, it's not that big of a deal anymore, right, Sam? Or at least um, that's right. Festivities, the festivities, right? Not as many festivities. Tell everybody how old you are, Sam. Uh, I'm 83. Okay, 83 years old. Amazing, amazing." So I have a bit of a bone to pick with you. <laughs> you were going to uh, make sure that Susan Collins did not get reelected. You kind of promised me that, Sam. Well, I know, but I blew it. What happened? 
Well, one of the one of the problems that uh, Sarah Gideon had her opponent was she'd only moved to Maine. Uh, I don't know, about 15 years ago, something like that. And uh, that means you're from away. Uh, the old story was that uh, somebody was trying to explain to a Mainer that they really were a Mainer too. And I said, uh, my mother wasn't born here, but I was born here. And the Mainer said, well, you see that oven over there? If that cat went in in there and had some babies, you wouldn't call what came out biscuits now, would you? <laughs> and that's sort of the uh, that's sort of the uh, attitude. So um, I think that may not have helped her as much. And and um, there also was an awful lot of money put into the campaign from outside. Um, it, it, so you think that was it? Or, or is there something else? Are, are people in Maine just kind of um, enamored or something with Susan Collins? I, I don't. I don't think people are enamored. Uh, the thing about Maine is that there's a huge difference politically between the inner state and the coastal state. Okay. Uh, the coastal state is is extremely liberal. But once you get inside, um, it's no longer that way. So it, it is the inside, the further you go inside, the more conservative it becomes. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. Although they did elect a, um, a Democratic congressman from there. Uh, I think that he was aided by the fact that he was a veteran and, and uh, knew how to, you know, talk in her main. Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. The, the, the polls though, at one time had Sarah Gideon doing pretty well. Now, is she still the speaker? No, she's no longer the speaker. No. Okay. Okay. She yeah. gave that up to run. All right. Yeah. Sam in, in all of your, I apologize. I apologize. But, Thank uh... you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm, I'm glad finally I get an apology because I don't, I didn't know what had happened. Um, in all of your years, uh, we're going on, I mean, we're what, 55 years now, um, since no 56, since 1964, right? Right. 56 years in your 56 years as a journalist, have you ever, um, seen anything like what Donald Trump has been doing in terms of not conceding? No, no. Um, I think, though, that this is a very, this is an awkward time, but I think we're going to make it through it. And um, it's it's going to take us a little while to realize that we're no longer in the Trump era. Mm-hmm. How, how long is that going to take? I mean, what? Because, I mean, he's talking about running again in four years. Can we really get out of that era? And and it looks like some of these Republicans want to keep it alive. Well, let's 
I, I, I wouldn't put any money on him uh, if he was running again. And oh, Sam, I mean, he I mean, runs. got over 70 million votes. Yeah. But um, how's he going to build a, on that base outside of being president? Unless Biden screws up in some big way. Yeah, um, I, 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 I think that, um, I mean, you have you have right wing media. They're going to continue to um, promote and and push him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to play the victim. Um, and there just seems to be this group of people out here that are going to vote for him and believe no matter just like the same people that won't wear the masks i mean that's his fault yeah i think i think though that um if i think biden's going to take a different approach and i think that approach is going to be uh more favorable to um lower and middle class americans the, the one of the problems has been that liberals have come across to many Americans as elitist, and there's there's no doubt that in terms of if you just look at one thing, say like um, the number of graduates of business school, um, and over the past fifty years, it's grown from about five thousand a year to one hundred and forty thousand, mm-hmm. and um, Liberals haven't done much in the way of legislation that have helped uh, the lower classes. And also, uh, labor unions are down by two-thirds their size in the 1960s. Now, all those factors are there. and But I think that Biden is more of a person who can be heard uh, across uh, class lines than the typical liberals. Yeah. Well, well, uh, I, I hope you're right, but I, I think there's just this. Marcos at Daily Coast calls it them hidden deplorables, and those are people that just no matter what, um, are going to vote for Trump, are going to participate in the the dishonesty, whatever he says. Um, and the scary part about it is, it, Sam, is that some of them are even willing to risk their own lives and maybe even die in a pandemic. Right. You know? Right. One of the things I saw the other day, which I found interesting, was back in the 1950s, Elvis Presley got a shot and he, he went on television to have the shot um, for, I think it was flu. And that was considered a big assistance. So, I mean, it's one thing is whether um, as we move towards people having to get the vaccine, uh, whether people say in show business can be helpful in encouraging people to get it. Am I being too optimistic for you? I think the difference now is that people are going to be apprehensive. I think there's a lot of fear out here. And I think some people are just going to be apprehensive in the beginning about the shot anyway. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, I mean, I think that's only natural. I mean, this and the way things have been so rushed. 
I think people naturally are going to wonder, well, is this safe? Is this something I should do? Et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, so um, uh, I think eventually people will probably um, um, uh, warm up to it or or feel comfortable with it. I just don't know what that's going to take or how long that's going to take, you know? Yeah, that's right. Uh, but I think there is a, I think we're on a new course and, and, and part of the, uh, thing that's going to decide this is how much attention the media gives to Trump. Right. Right. We've agreed that they've given too much right. time, haven't they? Yeah. And, um, I mean, we're we're clearly in a new period, and uh, that should be covered as a new period and not as uh, just something you know, waiting for Trump to run for re-election. Yeah. Police officer shot and killed a black woman in her own home. Incident after incident, year after year. Say their name a podcast that focuses on the assault and killing of unarmed black people by police and in stand-your-ground states. I'm the mother, father, sister, uncle, grandmother. We were best friends. We are humanizing these headlines, figuring out who these victims really were before the hashtags. Say their name. You can listen on the Acast app or wherever you get your podcasts. If the media covers him as they did in 2015, 2016, and all four years of his presidency, then I think we're in trouble. Um, Because because he gets all this free promotion. And you and I have talked about media. You've been in media for years. If it bleeds, it leads. If it's an accident, you know, he is, the the media is his his ambulance chaser. You know? Right. Right. Well, he came on uh, for one minute yesterday. And how many times did you see that shot? Right. Right. Just for one minute. Right. He came on for one minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, ah, and everybody's just, just, just clamoring. Um, how do you think Biden has carried himself throughout this transition process? I think he's done a pretty good job. I I would say this to um, your progressive listeners is that uh, there's going to be a lot of feeling that Biden isn't progressive enough. And I think that's uh, reasonable. But um, the important thing to realize is that politicians are not activists, they're reactivists. And that the important thing is to set up the environment in which someone like Biden sees that this is a practical thing to move in this direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so that it's going to be what happens outside of politics uh, that is really going to make a difference. We haven't talked since election, since election night. Is Was there anything about um election night that surprised you or didn't surprise you sam well i i i slept very well that night (laughs) even though i mean it it still wasn't decided 
that early. No, but 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 uh, I had kept a very close track of the polling while the polling was on. In a lot of ways, um, I could I could send you my sheet, my last map I did of of uh, the uh, where the polling was. And while the numbers weren't uh, accurate, the fact was that um, the if you looked at it just from who was going who's who was going to get the uh, uh, electoral vote, I, can you see that? Yeah, that was that was my map uh, on election night. And um, so, so did you pick Nevada and Arizona? I had uh, Nevada for uh, for the Democrats, and I had Arizona up in the air. Okay. Okay. And what I used was the past, um, the past average of the past three polls. Okay. Okay. And which did, I think is important to do is to average the polling. And did you pick Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania? Uh, yes, they were all good. Ohio was up in the air. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida were all up in the air. Okay. So, so you didn't put Georgia in a loss column. You just said it would be up in the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So I was wrong about Florida. In North Carolina, I mean, that wasn't wrong because I said it was up in the air and it was, but. And um, I had, um, let's see, I'm trying to see how many points I had for him. Uh, he had, I had him with 265. How many did he get? 304? Yeah, three. I think three hundred six actually. Three hundred six. So that's thirty five. That's uh, forty one electoral votes difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. What do you think? Aside from COVID, obviously, what should be Joe Biden's priorities? Do you think? Well, I think his priority should be uh, dealing with issues that uh, affect the average American: health care. Uh, raising the minimum wage, uh, that sort of issue. And I, I kind of suspect that's what he was going to do. I have this um, idea that, that one of the things that could change the politics in this country would be if Black and Latino leaders would pay more attention to organizing all Americans at the bottom, um, that uh, I think there would be a um, the change in, in people's views. It's a difficult issue, but in, in fact, one of the reasons Trump got away with what he did, as I pointed out before, was that union membership had dropped two-thirds in recent decades. And unions are not just organizing tools, they're educational tools. And uh, in my sort of uh, fantasy, uh, you would have black and Latino leaders becoming la- leaders in organizing the working class of America, both white, black, and Latino. But that's just my idea for today. Yeah, I, I, I'm afraid, though, 
I've been watching the, the Showtime documentary about the Reagans. I'm afraid, though, that's what happened to unions. Um, mm -hmm. Reagan was able to appeal to cultural ideology amongst organized labor, hence Reagan Democrats, hence the decimation of unions. Yeah. So right, unions should be educating. But one of the things unions have to do is educate people um, as to the ridiculousness of racism and racial competition that we're all in this together. So if African-Americans and Latinos are at the bottom, there are a lot of white working class folk at the bottom, too. But the distraction of racism vis-a-vis -vis Ronald Reagan, make America great again, vis-a-vis -vis Donald Trump, make America great again. That distraction is able to convince them that they're still better off than the average African-American or Latinx. And, and we've got, Donald Trump has divided the country yet again, Sam. And that's what we mm -hmm. have to figure out a way to combat. Well, I uh, Lyndon Johnson uh, pointed that out, you know, in terms that he sort of <laughs> predicted a Reagan-type uh, person because he said that's what you found. Yeah. You found um, uh, you found white leaders who made uh, the poor whites think that um, you know the problems were due to to ethnic minorities and. Right. Um, it's been a continuing problem. And if you want to read a really good book on this, um, Colin Woodard's uh, Union is uh, really a wonderful history of uh, how we uh, didn't put the country together as well as we like to believe we did. Sure. Sure. Now, I, I would um, I would agree. And you mentioned the media's coverage of Donald Trump. And, you know, how that will continue. Um, uh, looking at that famous photograph of you playing the drums for Walter Mondale. Um, <laughs> Sam, you notice how whenever Democrats who run for president lose, they're never heard from again. You know, right. when John McCain lost, remember, we talked about this. He was on the Sunday morning talk shows every Sunday, even though he lost. Um you didn't see Walter, Jimmy Carter, Walter Mondale, Michael Dukakis, John. You didn't see those people. You know, if Biden hadn't appointed John Kerry to the cabinet, we wouldn't even know where he is right now. Democrats lose. They are forced to ride off into the, the sunset of retirement. So I just hope that these mainstream media don't spend all their time uh, trying to continue to magnify Donald Trump. Yeah, well, I think part of the problem is that uh, the Democratic leadership is uh, is more timid than it would be sensibly. I mean, uh, and I think again that Joe Biden is 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 somewhat of an exception on this. And uh, but one of the reasons why you had this effect where the Democrats sort of faded away is because they were scared. And you can't win if you're scared. Mm. So maybe they do need to listen more to some of the progressives. 
Yeah. But um, it's a, I, I think watching Biden yesterday on um, MSNBC, I was struck by how different his tone and style was from Trump, mm -hmm. that he was trying to relate to people. Yeah, he wasn't trying just to scare them or to uh, bully them into a course of action, but uh, there's a real sense that um, you know, if he was your grandfather, you'd be quite happy. Yeah, right, right. No, well, you gotta, you have to have a contrast. Someone um, has got to be steady at the helm. And show steadiness right. at the helm. And I, I think that's what he's trying to do, even though that may not be his nature. But, you know, I've been reading about how much Joe Biden has changed since the death of his son, you know, and how mm -hmm. that has even mellowed him out some. So, Sam, before we go, in case the audience doesn't know, the, the, the photograph, so folks, as you all know, Sam is songsmith, wordsmith. Um, the... Um, performance you were doing with Walter Mondale looking over your shoulder. Where, where was that again? What happened? That was uh, outside of his house in Washington uh, after the Reagan inauguration. And you can see he's dressed up, still dressed up. Uh, and yeah. uh, he was a nice guy. <laughs> How did you end up performing at his house? Well, he didn't live that far away from us. It was the same neighborhood. And in fact, uh, I became um, uh, I became the head of the Parents Association of a public school in our area. Uh, and the hardest thing for me was the fact that Joan Mondale had been head of this Parents Association sometime before me, you know, and I had to live up to that. <laughs> <laughs> so... Was this the, the the first or the second Reagan inauguration? I think it was the first one. Okay. All right. So he was vice president. All right. Yeah. Um, Oscar winning, Grammy winning, recording artist, Sam Smith, world renowned, joining us once again. We miss you, man. We're going to, we're going to be in touch. I hope you've enjoyed your birthday. Oh yeah. Uh, and um, have many, many more folks. Sam is 83. That's a blessing. And uh, so we honor him uh, and all the work he's done. Uh, again, since I've been a journalist since at least since 1964, really before that, because he was doing some journalism while he was in the Coast Guard. Sam's a veteran. So we honor him. And he deserves at this time in his life uh, a better America than Trump has left us. So we'll see if we can get this going he couldn't get susan collins out for us but we'll we'll absolve him of that go and send no more my child i appreciate that uh, <laughs> 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 um love you sam give kathy my love i sure will okay man great sam smith y'all thanks for getting woke and listening to make it plain please remember to listen like subscribe and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating.
And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.